Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. First Samuel chapter 20, verse number 18. I'm going to talk about this just a little bit tonight and, and uh, pray this will, uh, I don't even know what I'm going to do with it, just to be honest, but uh, uh, I can't get this thought off my mind, an empty seat. An empty seat, I'm going to, I'm going to expound a few things, and I'll tell you why, what, not only the death of Newt, uh, I mean, uh, he, he graduated Sunday, and, uh, and so anyway, 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse number 18, let me hear you say amen if you found that. Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and thou shalt be missed, because thy seat will be empty. Father, I love you, and I thank you for the night and the place and the time and all the songs tonight, Lord. It spoke to my heart. They blessed me. You stirred my spirit. God, you've, you've reminded me of things, and God, you've, you've promised of, of things promised and, and things past. I pray that you'd Fill my mouth and guard my tongue. I'll be a help to my people tonight, Lord. I, 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 I pray that we are an encouragement to them. I, I pray, God, that what's said and done in this place would be pleasing unto the Master. And I pray, God, that you give us strength for another night and another day, Lord, looking for the soon return. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. In the name of my King, I pray. Amen. amen and amen uh, an empty seat now I'm just just you I'll say this Bible students but not everybody's a student of the Bible most Wednesday night people are Bible students most Wednesday night people read the Bible except uh, other days than Sunday so uh, with that being said I, I'm going to make an assumption here that's a dangerous thing to do but that you under you know this story it's a story of David when 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 David's in a place that he had that well, really, David wasn't in the place that he should have been. He, he should have been at the table, but he couldn't be at the table because of the sin of someone else. It wasn't David's sin that was keeping him from the table. It was Saul's sin that was keeping David from the table. David couldn't be there in threat of detriment to his own life. If, if David, Saul's tried to kill him, three times he's got it in his mind to kill him. The problem was that Saul wasn't realizing God was on David's side and the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul and the spirit of the Lord was upon David. And if God be for you, who could be against you? So Saul was in a bad place and he really, here's the thing, Saul didn't know how bad a place he was in. You know, you see that in people, they don't realize they get backslid on God. I'm not talking about being lost. I'm talking about being out of the will of God. Just not right. So they won't make it to heaven. You're not going to be perfect when you get there. But when I see him, I'll be like him. Then I'm perfect. But I'm talking about out of the will, going down the road, coming in grumpy, grouchy, not effective, not working. They don't even realize what they're doing. Most of the time they don't. And if you point it out to them, you're the bad guy. The spirits come off Saul, it's on David. We see that, we see here 
Saul was jealous of David. He was jealous, he was jealous because one, David was a, David was a, a greater warrior. His skills as a warrior was greater than Saul's. We proved that. I preached on David in the valley the other day. Saul's standing on the hill trying to find somebody to go down instead of leading them down. David shows up. He goes down. Greater skills. His skill was, look here, Saul might have had it, might have been as great a slingshot artist as David. I don't know. But he was this. He didn't have the faith David had. David's faith was immovable. He got David sure and steadfast in what he knew and what he believed. And he was trusting the Lord. David wasn't trusting in David. Don't trust in yourself. Don't trust in yourself. But he was skilled. He was jealous about his skills. He's jealous. I, look here. David's a songwriter. He's a sweet psalmist of Israel. He's singing the songs. And for a long time, that soothed that savage spirit in Saul. But there'll come a time when even the songs wouldn't calm him down. I tell you, when you get there, you just about passed help. When the, when, the, when the sweet songs that's been sung don't touch your heart anymore, friend, you need to check up with Jesus. It's repentant time. Confession, confession. But here's what the, 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 the main point was, that David is, David is staying in the will of God and Saul's obviously not. To obey is better than, and to hearken, listen, than the fat arounds. Better, better. God would rather have us listening than he would burning fat, and God likes, he likes fat. So I'm watching, I, I, I'm consumed by this Middle East thing, Randall. I don't think that's wrong. If you're interested in Bible prophecy, I don't see how you can't be consumed with this. Now I know some say, I don't want to watch it because it's all bad. Well, but it's pointing to something good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm over, I'm just, I'm just enthralled. I'm, I'm, I can't quit watching it. Pat said, you watch them videos again. I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, it interests me. When China sent four battleships toward the Mediterranean, aircraft carriers, we only got two over there. They got six now. Last I heard, he's four. Now they're up two more. That interests me. When they started attacking Israel all around, Brother Gordon, it interests me. Because when you see Israel compassed about, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I know what that means. There's somebody on every side. And I can't find another time in history. Now, I wish Virgil Blankenship was here. I'm going to talk, I may mention him again in a minute. Because I used to, some of you that's been here long enough to remember when I'd be preaching and I'd need a date on something, I'd yell, hey, Virgil, when was that? He'd shout out, 14, whatever. I'd go, there it is, that's the answer. <laughs> when the Muslims invade over there, when did the Turks take them? Virgil? He spouted out to me. He just self-taught, self-educated. But he had a mind for dates. But not a time in history. I've seen the, the, the British take them, the Ottomans take them, the Turks take them. We've seen everybody take them. 
And I heard one of the most liberal men in America, Bill Maher, say that they, uh, some people got this all wrong. The Jews have owned this land since way back there. Let's go back 1,500 years or 3,500 years. Yeah, I said, look here. When that guy start realizing it. And there it is. But I've never seen it in a time like this. Not when all the players, and I'm, I'm with Tony Evans on this. If this isn't Ezekiel 38 and 39, it's the preface to it. There's no doubt that it is. The, the lines have been drawn and the hook's been put in the jaw and the Lord is bringing them in there. You know he said he'd bring all nations against Jerusalem. All nations against Jerusalem. And there's a few standing with them right now, but you'll see this. I'm, I'm going somewhere as so you stay with me. You see this? You'll see protest arising within the United States of America that is anti-Israel. You'd like to think it's just in the metropolitan areas, but I'm going to tell you what, it's a springing up in the rural areas as well. We've got, we've got members of our own Congress that's against them. So we, we, we are in a place. You know, the seat's empty because of sin. Now I'm watching, I'm watching, somebody put, posted something on Facebook the other day. I don't know if it's K or if it popped up in memories. It was, it was back in 2018 and Newt had just passed away and I was looking at, this thing just popped up. I'm looking at it and about where Sister Shirley's sitting was Newt and I could see the back of his head. Did you put that up? Praise God. And DJ was right over here. And Burl Brinson is sitting right back there. This seems like there was another. And I look up this morning or tonight. You know what I see? I see empty seats. I got to looking across the congregation tonight. I'm thinking, I'm standing back there looking. And I thought, I remember when one sat here and one was over there. One was here. Dad sat behind Pat right there. And Betty sat where Josh is at. Or maybe Glenda. Third seat. Third seat, wasn't it, Pat? I think where Glenda's sitting. And we seen them here. We seen them there. We seen them there. What was it? Where are they at now? This place is empty. But the seat over there has been reserved. It's the reserved seat that is now full. Praise God. You know what's empty tonight? My seat in heaven's empty. I believe they know. I believe they know. There's rejoicing in the presence of the angels over one that cometh to repentance. Somebody, it doesn't say by the angels, it says in the angels' presence. Somebody has to know something's going on. Just maybe, Gordon, they're looking over and saying, hey, it might not be long till that seat's filled. I'm just gonna tell you, it might not be 
long until all the seats are filled. Hey, this thing's close. If it's ever been close, it's close now. Hey, David's seat was empty because of sin. Praise God. Our seats are going to be empty here one of these days. Sin's going to the reason we got to die, but we might not have to die. I didn't think about this, Dennis. Now, as a boy, I always just thought I'd die. Didn't know if I'd live to be 60 or not. Just watched a lot of people die. But never, really, really, just to be honest, I'd hear the old preacher say, I'm looking to get taken in the rapture. I'd think, I don't know about that. That's a lot of things. A lot of things got to happen. Now, I knew a little bit. I knew that there's going to have to be a temple getting ready to be built in Jerusalem. I knew, I mean, I knew that much. I knew, I knew that there's a lot of wars going on, but they wasn't no, everybody wasn't around all the way around the, the country, praise God. They'd be fighting with this one or that one, or the, but not everybody. I thought this may take longer than they think. Now we're down the road 40 years. Things are looking different. Looking up, Jimmy. Look up, your redemption draweth nigh. So when our seat empties here, it's filled over there. He said this in, in Revelation 9 to blessed are they that are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. You know what you find at supper? A table. You know what they find at the table? Chairs. Seats. Reservations. You can't have my place. But you can have your own. You can have your own place. You can have your own place. Isn't it good to know your place is there? Aren't you glad you got a reservation? Ain't you glad that when this seat's emptied over here, it's filled over there? Aren't you glad, praise God, that you know that tonight? Hey, listen, no matter what happens, if they drop, somebody asked me one time, said, what if they drop a nuke on us? I said, praise God. They said, you've lost your mind. I said, I'll never know what hit me. I'll just vanish here and appear over there. That's crazy talk, preacher. That's what Jesus done. He wasn't there and all of a sudden he's in the upper room. He said, peace, be still. Peace be unto you. Be not afraid. He was just there. And then they look and he's gone again. And he promised when he appeared, I'd be like him. I'll just be here, there, or in the air, wherever, anytime. The speed of light. I can't understand that. It's above my pay grade. But we're not talking about natural. We're talking about supernatural. We're talking about the natural seat here empties and the supernatural seat over there is filled. It's better over there. It really is. I don't know how deep we're going into this thing. I told somebody today, I said, you know what? I said, uh, said I, believe, I, I believe that we might get to taste a little more of it than we think we are. Gas could get high. We get to where you, you'd have to regulate what you do. You know the Mississippi's drying up, don't you? They can't get the grain. 
They can't get the grain down the Mississippi River. They're working as hard as they can trying to dredge it out. Ships are sitting there, or the barges sitting there full of grain, can't get them to, to the mills. It wouldn't take long for things to get bad. My daddy said after the Depression, they killed every squirrel and rabbit on the Catoosa down there. He said there wasn't a bunch of deer running around, wasn't a bunch of stuff. They killed everything, walked, wiggled, or moved. They cleaned it out. And I said, I was talking to somebody about that today. I said, and think how less the population was then. I mean, they can forecast snow. You can't find a gallon of milk. What are you saying, preacher? Oh, I, I, I believe I've not seen the righteous forsaken or he's, his seed begging bread. But they could be a little more testing put on us candy-coated Christians of the 21st century than we think. That's killing these first people. That's killing them. And they proved themselves. Tried so as by fire. Maybe, maybe what we got be tried by fire. If it's wood, hay, or stubble, it won't amount to much. But it's gold tried in the fire. Praise God. You can see his image. So I just want to remind us tonight, and I'm going... We're going to go off air right here in just a minute. I'm going to talk to you about something. I just want to remind you tonight. It's sad. We walked in the house Sunday afternoon. Pat and I come in. Randy Pound come in. It's sad. There's Jane sitting by the bed holding Newt's hand. And I can't, I can't, I can't go there in my mind. With, I've seen that so much, so much. But I know one of these days that'll be Pat or that'll be me. And that's, that's, it's hard. And, and many of you, many of you, I said Jane has joined the number of widows in this church. We have an unusual number of widows in a congregation no larger than this one is. And widowers, they're growing. And so we know that day comes, it doesn't make it any easier though. But we know this, that when our seat's empty here, it's been occupied on the other side. Occupied. Just look for me at Jesus' feet. I think I'll just go to the house. It'll be all right. Don't forget where a permanent seat is. Here, 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 eventually, everybody's seat be empty. But over there, it's forever filled. You'll come play me something on the piano. <laughs> now, you, you may have something you need to pray about tonight. You might need to, you, you might be here. Might be here, you're being unsaved. They said, there ain't enough of that gospel in that to save somebody. Oh yeah, you must be born again. That's all you need to know. As we stand, just let stand, let her just play me a verse and chorus or something. I'm gonna pray and then we're gonna, we're gonna sign off back there. Lex, you can sign me off. Father, thank you for helping us. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.